Limited potential. <laughs> character for anyone who watches that. No, movie. the best character yeah, is Chevy the main Chase. Character somehow. Yeah. yeah, it's about him getting the scholarship. No, no, I, I know that, mm. but it's like I don't even remember him like much at all. No, you remember <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. Chevy Chevy Chase. That's right. And uh, Dangerfield. I think what happened during and that, the judge. I think what happened during that movie was Chevy Chase must have been in his like blow up stage. Yeah, and yeah, he was. It must have been literally like, and figuratively. Well, it mu- <laughs> yeah, he did start to get fat. No, uh, I was talking about the coke. He was doing a lot of blow. Uh, oh no, he's he got he got he's like from the time he got really really famous, he like did nothing but gain weight. Yeah, but I would do the but, same. I'm doing it right now, and I'm not famous. <laughs> yeah, I've. So wait, so you're telling me the main character in that was Danny? Yeah, yeah. the was whole it? movie focuses essentially on him and his story arc. But I think, well, he's supposed to get a scholarship. He's supposed to get a scholarship, but he, if he were to win the, the caddy, well, the caddy open or whatever. So there's a caddy open, but he's also trying to get it. This other scholarship from the Bishop to be, okay, wait. So he, there's two scholarships. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. Danny works at a golf course. He's one of the caddies there. Mm-hmm. He's trying to save up enough money to go to college. He has a college fund, the jar on top of his fridge. Yeah. It becomes very apparent to him that there are going to be shitheads that get ahead in life because they have money, mm-hmm. and he's probably not going to save enough money to get to college. On top of it, through the course of the movie, he there's a pregnancy scare with the chick he's seeing in the club. He's also being lured by the pretty girl. Mm-hmm. That should be his story arc, right? That he goes from the guy who's got to pull himself out of squalor to succeeding. It's funny because I've seen that movie so many times that I, I don't remember much of his story arc. Because he's not... Be that great. That's the problem. It's mainly because he goes up against guys like Chevy Chase yeah. and Bill Murray and Dangerfield, who I'm assuming the writers must have been fairly new at it, and they didn't realize that giving all that screen time to these three people would essentially kill the spine of the movie. Because a lot of Danny's time is spent caddying Chevy Chase, uh-huh. right? So, so you're, you're basically saying that they didn't manage the time of Danny's character well enough. Yeah. I mean, they gave more fucking time to the gopher. Yeah. 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 And Bill Murray and the gopher, right? Yeah. But that's not, but, but time management's a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. It is. And I think that in a lot of situations, we think that we have goals, we have plans. Like, I'm sure the guys from National Lampoon set out to write a really great movie. And, and it was great in its own way, but... It, it was a cult thing. It, like, it didn't do well in the box office. It wasn't until after that that movie really took off. And I think sometimes, despite our best efforts to time manage or to manage the time of the things that we do to get to a goal, we still end up having to cut things out to get to that end point. Sometimes we don't even get to that end point. Yeah. No, I like just talking, like listening to, to the whole thing that about the scholarship which reminded me of my situation uh, being in school. I don't know how these people used to do it because like... I was forced to leave my job because I couldn't keep the job and go to school. So I'm dedicated fully to school and I'm getting good marks, but I am dedicating so much time into it. I don't know how people also work. I, you don't, you just like literally, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm working. I'm interning. I'm doing this podcast and at school. And your internship hasn't even started yet. And, and just, it hasn't and, even started and yet. And just say it, Matt. Just say it, Matt. You have a girlfriend, too. That's probably eating up some of your time. Yes, and I have a girlfriend okay. and some friends. See, now, that's a story arc, right? Like, if you guys succeed, mm-hmm. Danny, though. No, he's got a more interesting story. I have more of a Danny thing where people don't really care because all I'm doing is school. Matt's got, like, everything going right now. Nah, his thing would be more interesting if, like, his, like, scholarship hinged on him uh Becoming a, a pro soccer player, he had a side piece that was rich. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we're going to write Matt's story. Where he's exactly. Gonna make, yeah. I mean, make it all up. You right? can't make it totally based off me because I'm talentless and you need your very character true, to true. be talented. Except at the end of Matt's story, I'm going to have the gopher blow up his house. Yeah, we're 
rules. It's the unwritten rules. It's the unwritten rules. The unwritten rules. These are the unwritten rules. Getting cut off in your car. Should I flip off this fool? Or am I taking it too far? A question for the unwritten rules. The unwritten rules. The unwritten rules. It's the unwritten rules. It's the unwritten rules. The unwritten rules. Unwritten rules. We are the unwritten rules. Welcome to episode twenty-seven of the Unwritten Rule podcast. With me, as always, is the man to my right, Luca. Hello. And to my left, the man in the plaid. Like usual. I'm usually wearing plaid. Matthew. hey If Matt could only grow up in the 90s in the grunge era, he would have fit in. Oh. People make fun of me for that all the time. Like, I'll have ripped jeans on, a plaid sweater shirt. And they're like, uh, and the like 90s Doc called. Martens? No Doc Martens. Oh. But they're like, the 90s called. They want their look back. Yeah, that's weird, though. You got like everything like grunge era, but he, you like wear Jordans. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's I, like, I dress like a fuckboy. It's like you quantum leaped, but your feet only came forward into the future. The rest of you stayed in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was a better time. The 90s was a better time. I mean, bands like Silverchair, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. I time managed that intro terribly. I forgot to even introduce myself. I'm Frank, the host. Yeah, yeah we know who you are. Okay. <laughs> No, you know what? We actually kind of are terrible with time management. We're supposed to get into the podcast. Today, we're kind of on a little bit of a tighter schedule. Um, we are not following and it not at all. At all. Nope. Like we're, We spend about half an hour talking about Caddyshack? Nope. There's something More. fun. There's something fun about when you know you have to do things in a rush that you just like like to walk the line dangerously and push the limit and not like focus. Yeah. At least I find that. Like imagine if any one of the three of us was a brain surgeon and mm-hmm. we had a brain surgery scheduled for two hours from now we're not on schedule no no that person's brain is gonna rot although you know we have tried uh we've been good with keeping our our scheduled release dates yeah we ever since we screwed up that one time where we didn't tell you we were up we've had an episode basically every week unless we've informed you also there was one week where we took one of our old crappy ones and we just sort of spiced it up a bit and we threw it in there that's that is so time management good unwritten rule if you are bad at time managing, you must be good at thinking on your feet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I mean, also with the whole time management thing, we, we've been saying it a lot, but we haven't fully addressed that this episode is about time management. Again, a poor, a poor, a poor use of time management. We didn't manage the structure of time in this episode. Yeah, I think they clued in that it was about time management. We've though. said time management yeah. so many times. Well, I want people to get it. Apparently, the, the point of frequency which is how many times your brain needs to hear something. And Matt just learned this, I'm sure, 3.29 times. Brain has to hear something 3.29 times for it to sink, sink in. How can you hear something 0.29 times? I'm going to show you. You need to hear something 3.29 times to hear it. You need to hear it. What was that number? 3.29. I know. See, I didn't give you that extra 0.29, and you couldn't remember what I said. If I had said it one more time, gone to number four... It was it was a lock. It's in. I just remember the Simpsons when Marge says she says something three times, and they're like, "Why did you say it three times?" So you'll remember it. I do that sometimes, knowing full well I'm not going to remember. Yeah, I have a terrible memory. Yeah. So I think like, and it, it helps for everything, especially time management. Well, what? unwritten rule: have a calendar and put stuff in it. Yeah, I I just started. Remember when we were in high school? They gave us agendas. Yes. I think I used my agenda for two things. One of the things is probably one of the nerdiest things we used to do in high school. Remember when we used to play the game where you would just ask a European country and somebody would have to say the capital of it? Okay, I never did that. Give me a European country. Kazakh. No, not, that's Asia. Uh, Estonia. Kazakhstan's Europe, isn't it? Give me one of the ones people give a shit about. Portugal. Lisbon. Yeah, Co- but that's obvious. Yeah, okay, hold okay. on. Okay, 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 go ahead. It's Lithuania. Lithuania City. Okay, that's correct. I think so. No, it's Luxembourg. No. Luxembourg City. Fuck, I don't know Lithuania. Liechtenstein. Norway. Norway is Oslo, and I know that one for sure. What about Liechtenstein? I really thought Kazakhstan was Europe. I'm pretty sure it's Asia. Anyways, uh, <laughs> time management. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, this gag is running. Fucking, I, I don't even think we're doing it on purpose. No, this, this is point. unintentional. This is just like a, a really bad case of. It was Astana. Astana was Kazakhstan. Back to it. Let's, let's go. Okay, guys, where does the time go? Why do we run out of time? I think it's. 
overly ambitious. You know, you know, when you think something takes 10 minutes, you will literally just block out 10 minutes and have something else like in your mind blocked out for another 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and usually it doesn't just take 10 minutes. So you're like, let's say I have to be somewhere. I have to leave the house at five. Well, I could start this at four fifty, and then I'll be good. And you're usually late because of that. I, I think that like a good thing to do for that, to avoid running over is set less goals. Not like don't set any goals. Don't be like a bum. Mm-hmm. I, but if you don't set any goals, you'll never be disappointed if you don't reach them. But you'll also never feel anything. You'll always be... You don't feel like you've accomplished much if you yeah. don't set the goal. Mm, perhaps. They say that people who fix their beds are 20% more. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I, I, let me get this one little piece of dad advice out and then I'll, I'll whatever. We'll, we'll go back. I, I'm it. interested. They say that 20% of or the people who fix their beds in the morning mm-hmm. are 20% more productive throughout the day because they've already accomplished one thing to start their day. Hence why when you're training in the army, they always make you set your bed and like it's very meticulous. Well, if it's 20%, if you do five things in the day, one of them being making your bed, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would just start to look for obscure things. I'm like, oh, I walked up the stairs. Does brushing your teeth count as a thing? Mm-hmm. Does brushing a single tooth? Ooh. I know there's people who don't brush their tongues. They're disgusting, but I consider I brush my tongue and my teeth. Okay, I'm, a, I'm not an always tongue brusher, but you okay. need to always brush the, the the tongue is like the sponge of bacteria in your mouth. You know, in a hot tub, there's that sponge, mm-hmm. and you see sometimes people throw it at each other. They have little games with that sponge holds everything that's vile okay. inside it that's in that hot tub besides the people that are in it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up, but uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot. Work. Why did, why we run out of time with work? Boss throwing too much on your plate, Matt? Yes, and you slack a lot. People tend to be very lackluster at work. Semi-true. And it's funny because one of what my classes I've been taking, it's like a culture class. And it's like, you know, like what HR should be doing. And it never is the same way in the real world, right? No. Um, it's it's They call it bullying the way it's done. Like your boss, your manager... They want to put on too much work so you can't complete it. So they always have something on you. And that is, in a sense, being a bully. So, yes, as you say, take little, when you're saying it just in general, take less items off your plate, that's what they're doing. They're overloading your plate. So there's no way you can finish. Yeah, of course. And it also doesn't help that people, a lot of times, people don't tend to love their jobs. Mm -hmm. They tend to procrastinate where they like stare at the page instead of, you know, doing what they should be doing right away. It's funny because it's usually the people who slack off have the cool bosses. Yeah. And the people that work hard have like the tight ass bosses. See, but like there has to be a balance in there. Like, can't you just be sort of cool and a tight ass? You can be. Like, I feel like, though, the way I am with you guys when it comes to doing certain things for the podcast, I think I, I've ba- I balanced that. I, I'm a I, bit of a do, tight ass. We know, we know we're about to get, a, like, a like a chewing, like a chewing out mm-hmm. when when nip, when the nipples come out. See, they're always when, out, when, when your nipples are really pressing out of your shoes. Okay, it's, is that the sign? It, it's, we know. It's not because your house is never cold. I'm going to put tape over them so you can't tell if you're going to get chewed out. Yeah, just like we come down. Oh, but nobody gets chewed out. I think no, that's the no. wrong term. And I don't think you're wrong for, you know, Well, I don't mean it in, in the sense that. Oh, like the literal he, sense of like him getting real mad. Okay. I meant in the sense that like whenever he's got something to tell us because we're coming up short, it's always nipples preceding it. Like, I, I know you're making a joke about this right now, but. No, I'm being dead serious. Your nipples are always hard when you're about to get mad at us. <laughs> I yell at you over the It's like you get off on it. You yelled at me the other day for not taking my shoes off fast enough. Okay, first off, it was chilly and it opened the door. Okay, so that's why that might have happened. Okay. Okay, frosty nips. What about relationships? Why do our relationships feel like they suffer? They say relationships are like a plant. Okay, you got to water the plant so that it bears fruit. If you fail to water the plant, it dies. What prevents us from watering our plants? And maybe we all need cactuses. Cacti. Uh, um, a lot of it has to... You get complacent, number one. You always right? think they're going to be there? Yeah, you kind of get complacent. When you're there for so long and you're used to it, mm-hmm. it just becomes that natural thing. It's like they're always there, just yeah. like the sky's always blue. It just becomes complacency. So you put your time into other things that are new and fun and you have that lust for it. Well, also, I think a relationship requires a lot more time than just like... like Dude, for it's the a podcast. full-time job. I yeah, know, for, for like a podcast. What do we do? We we do some 
we do a meeting once a week and then we kind of prep on our own time and then we just record one night a week. So, and then there's the editing. Well, I mean, I'm just saying where we're away from where we all have to meet up is only one night a week. We talk on Skype for about an hour and we delegate the work. So you have to put in a lot more time into that than just like a small hobby like this. I try to get it in between crime fighting at night and getting like half an hour of sleep before I go work. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about your relationship or the podcast? The podcast stuff. Okay, I like try to. I just try to squeeze it in. because uh, I heard "get it in," so I wasn't just uh, trying to. Yeah, I was just trying to. You know, clear the <laughs> she's, she's listening, Matt. I can do it to you. I can just. I you can, have done it to me. I have. I know. I All know. the I, time. I, I literally implied off the top that your life would be more interesting if you had a side piece. Yeah. Actually, seems- I don't know if that is going to make it in, but we were talking about the soccer story. Did that make the? Well, I don't know if that did. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see after the edit. Well, we'll see. We'll try to put it in. Sabrina, in case it makes it in. My apologies. It was a joke. <laughs> um, when it comes to recreational time, though, I mean, that usually seems to be the thing that suffers the most from like in the in a modern in a modern sort of working class environment or working class population. If you're somebody who's struggling to pay your bills, if you're somebody who's struggling to feed a family, if you're just trying to pay your rent because like 90 percent of the people who are homeowners are like house poor because they're they're living at a poverty mm-hmm. line because their mortgages are too high. Recreational time seems to be the thing that suffers the most. Always. How can you fit more of that in? I mean, <clears throat> I guess it goes on to, I guess where we're going later, but you you have to make time for yourself. That's my unwritten rule. My unwritten rule is a lot time for yourself because I know there was some at a point in the summer where I was just completely enveloped in just working and then doing this stuff and all this stuff. I had no time for myself and you burn out that way. You know what the worst part about it was for you? All that blood that was going to your brain was just constantly in your nipples. It was. I'm pretty sure you suffered some sort of some permanent form of mild brain damage that you, summer. You have something for my nipples. It's kind of. Uh, I feel like I'm being violated the way you're looking. I wish. At me. I wish people could see. We should put them up on social media so everybody knows what they look like. <laughs> it's kind of weird, man. It's <laughs> such a random post. Uh, it's you know what I've noticed with time management as you get older. You start to become the thing the younger you hated, where you always have to plan and use a calendar and do stuff like that. Before, it could be just pick up your phone, give your friend a call, and it's like, I got nothing going on. Let's hang out. And you're like, now you're wondering, like, before you're able to literally call them an hour before, let's hang out, and they'd hang out. Now it's like, you have to make time in your calendar? Yeah. yeah. You literally have to plan a couple weeks in advance, mark it in a calendar, share the date with everybody. Because everyone's just so busy. There's just not enough time in a day or a week even. So there is no universal rule then for time management that it spans across the ages. It's age dependent. Yeah, well, when, of course. I think I think it's like the stage of your life dependent. Like, yeah, and, exactly. And how, many, exactly. and how many sort of facets of being a fully formed adult are happening at once. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to look at my Google Calendar right now, Google does this thing where it like, does the color coding so you yeah. know that like yellow is allotted to the podcast, mm-hmm. red is allotted to your relationship, and blah 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 blah. If you look at any given month for the next, I'd say three months in my calendar, across the board, it looks like a rainbow. Every single day is a has a rainbow streak across it. Yeah. But as long as there's one of the colors is allotted for your own time, like some downtime, I, I think it's good. Yeah, you need. Like yourself time. I'm not even saying like your own time to be with friends. Yeah. Like time where you can just hang out by yourself and like, you know, reflect and just relax and be by yourself. Because I think that's important. Yeah. That you need that. Because there's a point in our lives where, you know, when we're younger, we can go the whole summer without doing anything. And then there's a point where you get so busy that having like a week off is almost too much. Like obviously you need a week here and there, but I mean, to take just... To not have it planned out, to have your days kind of dull, it's 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 boring. I mean, that's kind of one of the appeals of jam packing your schedule too, right? Like if I'll use uh, I'll use myself as an example because it's really the only place I have to pull from. But if I look at where I was a year ago to where I am today, it's like I have a the podcast that we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's in there. Or my my relationship, my family, my friends, my work, and it literally takes up almost the entire waking day and that's every day and every day holds a new surprise but it also holds with it extreme exhaustion 
Yeah, you just burn out. You get super tired. You get irritable. Er, irritable, irritable. 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 Yes, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's funny. My first day of school, like going back to school, one of our professors like wrote one, two, three mm-hmm. on the board. And then so he, he's just trying to demonstrate that he can count up to three. Essentially, he actually did demonstrate how many, like how he can count on one breath, like how many numbers he can hit. Which is stupid, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, that's the worst lesson. Yeah. Who can beat me? That I got like up a, to sixty-eight. Can that you get sixty-nine? Like yeah, and people, and people tried. They was talking about being in shape and whatever. Besides the point, he drew the one, two, three on the board, and then he wrote personal, school, work. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can only, like, allot yourself time for two. Mm -hmm. The minute you try to do all three, you're going to burn out. Something has to, something has to suffer. Something has, you have to sacrifice something because there's not enough time. Perfect. So what do you sacrifice? Is it, do you try to shorten your daily commute? Do you sacrifice hygiene? And some people skip their morning shower. They do it in in the afternoon or at night. night. Um, Cell phone usage. Some people do their morning shower, like people who are Mm -hmm. gymies, people who go to the gym. Yeah. They go to the gym in the morning and they shower there and then go to work. And like literally. Jimmies? You call them jimmies? It's (laughs) that or I got to call them like juice heads. I was going to say, I think of jimmies, I think of something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I just basically picture everybody just pictured a bunch of condoms strolling into a gym. No, so like like Matt's saying, I'm lucky to be in, in only two, right? So I'm, I we got the podcast and school since I'm not working. So I, I got a decent balance, but the amount of time I'm putting into my school, it's just like, Which I haven't seen friends for a long time. Yeah, like, me too, man. It's... It is killer, but I, I sacrifice time with some friends, and that's why it's good that we, me, Matt, and we're all playing online, and this podcast, we're friends, so we get to meet up, so it kind of fills that void. I was going to say, the only friends like, I really see and hang out with <laughs> are you guys yeah, regularly, because yeah. I don't have time to meet with other friends like I used to. Which brings me to one of my most important unwritten rules. This may end up being my golden one later on mm-hmm. in, the, in the episode, but have less friends. I know that sounds insane. Hold on. No, no, it's not. I'm not not. telling anybody to stop networking for their careers, but I'm saying as you get older, your time becomes more valuable. Mm -hmm. It's always been valuable, but when you're a kid, like, and the biggest thing you got to worry about is if you're going to play in the sandbox that day. Yeah. Or if you're going to get your crusts cut off your sandwich, Mm -hmm. like the way you like it. With the diagonal slice down, down, you know, from the corner to corner, as opposed to in the middle. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Of course, whoever does the middle slice on the bread sucks. Loser. What do you mean middle? Like, Is it the angle, or like in the middle of the like square? straight? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You get yeah. two rectangles as opposed to two triangles. Yes, you have to yeah. get the triangles. Triangles. Gotcha. That's key. Yeah, it allows for, for you to eat the sandwich without getting anything on the corners of your mouth. Agreed. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, that's an unwritten rule. Always diagonal cut your sandwiches. I, I, if anyone disagrees, we'd like to hear from you, and then we will call you out and berate you. Pro- no, no, we won't berate you. Oh, I'd berate him. We're, we're totally going to berate him. Yeah. yeah. Keep winking. <laughs> okay. But what the fuck were we talking about before I went on the, da- the yeah, sandbox? Sandbox. Oh, oh, the kids. Yes, with yeah. the kids. But as you get older, your time becomes obviously more precious because it's more finite, your time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, have less friends that you're going to devote time to. It's great to have those peripheral relationships, but You're those acquaintances kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Look, I did this this math. Okay, I had this, and I, I love them, and I know they listen to the podcast. So I'm not saying I'm gonna. This is. I don't me. know if they're listening anymore after the callouts you made last week. Th- those people are family. They can't leave. <laughs> uh, I'm saying with the friends that I have, there's a group of about 25 of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Look it, at Mister Popular here. No, no, no. It's it just it's an unnaturally large group of friends. Like if you if I were to ask you who your closest group of friends are, like you'd probably say it's about five to six people, right? No, I got a. I don't even have I got a bunch of groups. Of friends. I don't have a group. I can say like I have more like individual friends. Matt Matt rolls up with his own crew. That's all you need to know. I don't. No, I don't even have like a crew where it's like five of us or six of us can get together on a regular basis and all be buddies. Okay, I've well, never been a crew kind of guy. For all intents and purposes, let's just say the average crew of friends is about five people. Mm-hmm. Okay, on average, yeah. In this one particular group I have, it's five times the size of the average. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you throw in each one has a significant other, okay, that's 50 people. 
That's a big crew. Now, give them all one kid each. If they invite you to that kid's birthday, that's 50 of the 52 weeks in the year that you have to go celebrate a birthday. That's yeah, it. And let's be realistic. There's probably going to be more than one kid per. Oh, yeah. So that, you know what? I think just naturally it uh, it breaks apart because I, I have a few different crews. Like I've always kind of kept in contact with like our high school friends and um, like my friends from the street and it's. Than just some other friends I met after after high school. So and then your Croatian you, friends. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Let's back up one second. Can you please elaborate on, on the your streets, like the street you live on, or yes. like from the? Quote I didn't work. Street. I didn't work the streets. If that's right. the no. hood. Oh. No, no, no. Like on my well, the friends I grew up with. Like I, I, I've, I've never really thrown out a relate. Like all my friendships have lasted. I never made friends with people I didn't kind of always stick around with, unless something happened, and then I cut it off right like when they started calling you luca nipples yeah this yeah. one this this podcast will be a lot smaller next week <laughs> well um, here comes luca nipples again he must be upset no I, I but would, the thing is though so back to the whole frank's thing with 50 people so like one group of my friends like they had it's kind of like a like three friends started hanging out with three other friends and then they had their own crew and we had our crew and it's like so many people the bizarros you know how many weddings i've been to and it's like over time not that they have kids they have less time so there's less parties to go to so over time the families will naturally draw apart oh yeah. yeah well i was gonna ask you this because i was part of like a small group kind of like in it but more to the outside of it and it just started to have like drama within it mm-hmm. and i was like you know what man I don't give a fuck enough about this. I'm just going to step away from it. So Matt's been living your your golden rule or what your rule for a while now. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty antisocial to begin with. And like, I have no problem just cutting ties off with people. I'm That's just me. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to do that. Yes, for sure. But like, do you not find that there's issues within your group of 25 people? Matt, I can tell you the secret to getting out of that. It's an unwritten rule. By all means. You have to learn to say no. In a way that sounds like you're saying yes, but it's still a no. You need to teach me that. Oh, Frank, just whenever Frank gives you an excuse of why he can't be there or if he tells you he's going to be there, that's him basically like getting out of it. You catch on to it if you abuse it. It's a, it's a, it's a, Frank's abused it many times. You can't times go to the well too my, many times. Yeah. But I'm, what I mean is like you say something like, um, watch, ask me if I can come to your kid's birthday. Or ask you to ask him to help you move. That's no, no, a good one. <laughs> yeah, kids, that's I, the I good got, one because that's already, coming up. But I already, no, come on. I already went to the kid's well okay. one. All right. Uh, Frank, you want to come to uh, Rusty's party? You Rusty know what? is my I child. Can't, I can't go to Rusty's party. It's <laughs> Lucas' kid's birthday that day. And I already committed there. And then you don't I'm tell. Childless. I'm childless. You know, we're pretending you have a kid. Okay. And then what I tell you. Is you're going to Matt's. Is birthday. that I'm going to Matt's. And because you guys aren't going to be at the same part unless you do a joint. And then I go, well, now it works out and I have to attend. It's amazing how many times Frank will say he will help somebody move in our group chat. And we're all like, okay, Frank's no, I'm going to make it. And we're like, sure, Frank. And sure enough, he doesn't make it. You know what my favorite excuse is? I have to drive someone to the airport. That is my golden excuse, and the first day it could, the, it could be the last time I see them. Yeah, it's the first time, first day of school, the prof specifically said, "I don't want to see saying you can't come to class because you have to drive someone to the airport. They can take an Uber." And I was like, "Fuck, that's you, my go-to you move." Know, you know what's amazing? Because Ashton recently moved, and Frank goes to me. He's like, "Why didn't Ashton call me?" <laughs> see, but you know what though? That's on Ashton because he didn't give me a chance to make up <laughs> to lie to him. No. How do you know that I wasn't going to change my ways? I think uh, when when you're you're batting a hundred percent on backing out of moves, I think uh, it's a fair. That one is a lie. That is a, that is a bullshit lie. Every time I I, I remember you. helping Alex, friend of the show. Yeah, I remember helping him and his family move out once. I remember bailing on him once. I remember when, you bailing on him twice. But that was when he was married. It's on him. <laughs> it's on him. His parents are elderly. I wanted to help them. They were. His dad was in pretty good shape. He's, his dad was in great shape. I'm saying, like, I, why break? Why why break down a vintage car? You know what I mean? You don't. You don't get a vintage Rolls Royce and ask it to pull a fucking trailer behind it. Well, I I don't like see Frank has this way of making you think he does certain things. I'm going to confirm with Alex uh, to see if this. Is I true. came once. I remember. I went and I helped. And I remember Sid acting like the foreman of a job site, just fucking watching us all do nothing, do work while he did nothing. Really? 
And my brother pulls that move all the time. I remember watching him eat a shit ton of pizza. I remember uh, <laughs> when we helped Alex move, it was him and, and Yoso in the elevator moving out the, the couch. And they're like, Luke, are you helping? Because I was on the one end, supposed to like, move. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just around the corner filming him struggle. <laughs> the unwritten rules of helping Alex move. Yeah, just find the Rolodex of excuses and always keep it no, on that's, you. Honestly, though, you are kind of right, though, Frank. Like, as much as Frank has bailed out, like, you do need your own time. And if you have, as you said, 25 people asking you for shit, you're not going to have any time to yourself. Whatever happened to just being able to say, no, not today, or, you know, I'm not feeling it. And the other person not taking offense to it. Like if yeah. I ask someone to hang out and they're like, you know what, man, not tonight. I'm just tired. I'm not feeling it. I you're giving an excuse right there. I'm tired. I just like, I just don't feel like seeing you tonight. You can't But say you that. know what? I wouldn't get offended because there are days where someone has asked me to hang out like a friend and I just wasn't feeling mm-hmm. it and I had to create some lie yeah. instead of just going, you know what, man, I just want to be by myself tonight. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have a, um, I have a t-shirt from, there's a, there's a podcast out there called, not, um, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. Okay. He's a comedian. Yeah. He's funny. He's really funny. And he had this thing where he used to feel so bad some days cause he had depression and he used to picture his friends and him were sitting around and they were talking about this chicken character that they came up with for something. And then the chicken says when it's not feeling something goes, not feeling it, not feeling it. And they made a t-shirt and days when I f- wake up and I feel extra shitty mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to face the world. I'm not feeling it. I put on my I'm not you know feeling what? a chicken shirt. I got to get that shirt because I know that feeling. You know what else I find funny? You brought a, like a little tidbit. I know we're going off in a tangent here. You said like Pete Holmes funny. He's a comedian. Depression. What's with comedians and having depression? Like I find the funniest people, some of the funniest people are the most depressed. I think just a lot of people are depressed. That like, too. The, like you look at what's important in our lives, like back in the day and who knows, they might've been depressed, but they didn't document it. But back then you just had to literally work to survive and you didn't have all this crazy stuff like in your head. Now you have like Facebook's drilling in your head where these people are going on crazy trips or like living the greatest lives ever. And you're like wondering, huh, am I going to eat this frozen pizza tonight or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. like think about it. We're doing an unwritten rules on time management. Yeah. Go back to like 1940 and ask a Midwestern farmer oh, what be, his time management is. That would be so amazing to be like going back and doing unwritten rules of a certain era. Watch, I'm going to give you that is we're going to maybe we should write that I'll down. Write that down. But um, <laughs> like we're just brainstorming in the podcast. Well, look, it came to me. Yeah, unwritten rules hey. for the 1960s. None of us were around. Nah, but I mean we can we can speculate. You got to be really rude and condescending to women. You have to smoke <laughs> at them all the time, and uh, you obviously you have to whistle whenever they walk by. Drink excessively and drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Times have changed. I'm saying you go up to that farmer from the 1940s and you ask him. You say, "Hey, how do you break down your day?" He goes, "Well, I wake up when the sun comes up, and I get out there and I feed my chickens to start the day, and then I go feed the cows. Mm-hmm. I go milk them, and then I go shear the sheep." And that's a day. Churn some butter. Maybe do something with the vegetables. Maybe water them. He, I, I, I bet the most fucking brutal part of his day was I got I to gotta walk 500 meters to the watering well and get some fresh water. You know what? They probably got to do a lot of more physical work, but it was simpler. But you, you know what? Back then you, you earned what you did. Yeah. So uh, it, it's, it's way different now. And I think the reason why people are more depressed is they have a lot more time to think now. A it's lot not more physical. stress. I think a lot more stress. You're getting hit every and direction. And they see false realities too through social media. Exactly. Like you kind of touched on. I have a question about the time management thing. Go ahead. Sleep. Oh, it's the, it's the one thing that always suffers the I most. I think so. Yeah. I think that's the first thing to go. When so it, you don't like allot yourself like eight hours <clears throat> mandatory every night? I can't possibly do it. No, it's not like... Sometimes you you literally just finished working or doing something like for, just finished doing your homework at ten o'clock and you know you should probably go to bed at let's say eleven o'clock because you're upset at six thirty seven o'clock the next morning, but it's like yo do you want to go be a pirate online you and play some have games some me yeah time. you want to have that me time you need to unwind yeah, too absolutely okay yeah I'm the same way I think that's one of my like unwritten rules that I would say is lose a bit of sleep to yeah. allow yourself to have some more time for you. It's funny though, because that's like the one thing to avoid crumbling under the like the, the demands of modern living and being more efficient in your time management. Mm-hmm. 
you the one thing you shouldn't sacrifice it on is sleep but sometimes you just can't sleep and i think it's part of i like i guess this is uh, my unwritten rule um you have to i guess realize you can't get to everything so don't don't make like a too crazy like too like as you said matt you can only do two out of the three things don't sacrifice everything just make your list achievable of things you need to be doing i i truthfully i think that your point goes hand in hand with the sleeping mm-hmm. that I think you're more capable of doing the things that you need to achieve. If you are on full rest, it's funny. It's like a vicious cycle. You don't get the full rest. So you have, you don't get to do. It's like people who constantly get sick because mm-hmm. they never fully recover. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the idea is it's like when you're given antibiotics and you're supposed to take nine pills, but you're feeling better by the seventh or eighth pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you stop taking it and you don't finish it. And then you get sick a couple weeks later. It's because the virus was able yeah. to adapt. Yeah, it didn't it get fully back. killed off. Exactly, and it right? It's that same mentality. But like for me, if I have a lot on my mind, like shit, I have to do something. I can't sleep, right? Like if I know I was like, fuck, like I should have, I have two, te- three tests tomorrow. I only studied for two of them. Like I'm, I'm up because of that. And that's in turn making me tired and making me less efficient. It's like a, it's like a cycle that just keeps repeating itself. See, I'm become so adjusted to having about five to six hours of sleep regularly throughout a week yeah like every day throughout mm-hmm. the week that when i get seven or eight hours i wake up the next day and i'm fucking shot i'm exhausted and yeah I'm super yeah, tired man. you overcharged the battery. yeah like i'm yeah. not used to that i'm used to getting five to six hours of sleep on regular because it just allows me to do everything I need to do. Maybe a good unwritten rule is if you can take that five to 10 minutes to just sort of sit every day, listen to your like mind, body, learn to quiet the world mm-hmm. and just sort of listen to your mind, your body and like your spirit. And just like, how do you feel? What do you need? They say one of the biggest things when you start to diet and you learn to eat properly as opposed to constantly influxes of sugar, salt mm-hmm. and fat. If you can actually have a real, truly balanced diet, you start to feel what you actually need. Like there's stories of people like when they have low potassium, they crave a banana mm-hmm. and they don't like, they'll just grab a banana. Like they need one. Yeah. 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 You know what I use that for? I have a sacred place that I use for that period of time. The washroom, the washroom. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I, it's the washroom man. It's the one place where the best ideas come from. You block out the world and you just have a moment to yourself. It's funny how the first thing we sacrifice is the thing we should take care of the most is our health. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. like, as you say, we lose our sleep and you're talking about eating healthy and all that stuff. When you don't have time, what do you do? You, you eat poorly. You eat poorly. You'll grab something that's quick, something probably that's processed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if we take care of that, I wonder if we're more productive if we're more efficient i was doing this thing a couple years ago when i was trying to like lose a little bit of weight because i was feeling like i was letting myself go i'm starting to feel like that again are you because like you lost quite a bit you look you look good yeah back then i mean you're not bad now no but i'm definitely getting better way better than you were like an eight and he's saying like you're six and a half seven right now these nipples nipples aren't angry nipples (laughs) no no i know they're they're the soft nipples you're telling the truth no no no, what i meant is that that you're looking better and well, that I one flew over your head. I'm saying okay. I, I'm one of those guys like like I can dress up to like hide things. Ah, okay, I need to learn from you because we had a talk before black. we came on. Okay, wear a lot of black. Wear a lot of black. Okay, okay, it's very slim and go with vertical lines as opposed to horizontal. What about zigzags? Like no, 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 no patterns. Patterns accentuate chubbiness. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, but anyway, the whole point was I was doing this thing where um, I would go to work and rather than make my lunch, I would just say. Lunch is going to taste like shit every day. And this is why I would go get my lunch, but I would go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and I would grab like a head of lettuce or I would just grab <laughs> a rat of fucking food. Let's just <laughs> listen to the story. Okay. I would grab an avocado mm-hmm. and like a head of lettuce. And I swear to God, I would go back to the office. I'd wash the head of lettuce and I would bite into the, like I would cut the avocado in half, scoop out half of it, hold the avocado on a fork and just hold the avocado or the, the head of lettuce in my hand. And I would eat the lettuce and bite the avocado. And it worked. I lost like 70 pounds. Because you were <laughs> malnourished. <laughs> I also was smoking about a pack and a half of cigarettes a day and drinking only water. So is that an unwritten rule? Smoke a pack and a half no. of cigarettes to lose weight? No. No, no I no. can't imagine that. If anything, like that will probably throw more breaks okay. into your already busy schedule. I will say an unwritten rule for dieting. 
like an unwritten mm-hmm. rule if you and this ties in with time management if you are on a diet an unwritten rule is meal prep mm-hmm. oh it's huge Ma- meal prep and a lot time for that and buy fucking tupperware because i see those guys at the gym they're always eating from tupperware and th- what they tell me they do is on the sunday night they get all their meals for the whole fucking sunday week. prep sunday it's prep. always sunday prep they cook up all their meals and they weigh everything so everything's balanced and they know exactly what to put in with their diet trackers it's a lot of work man but it's all and that's the thing a diet isn't a choice it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle change you have to adjust your whole life to the diet. You know what you say it's a lot of time, but really is it? If you're making your meals, all your meals on Sunday and you have mu- you don't have to worry about dinner throughout the rest of the week. It's probably saving you through the week, right? Yes, but the difference is that Sunday takes up most of your day because you have to literally when you're on a strict diet, you're measuring how many carbs you're intaking mm-hmm. on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and then you have to adjust it because due to time constraints, if you're not able to fit in that carbs, you then got to go and eat more carbs on the next day and so forth. Like it's very it's a very strict line. Well, I, you, I see what, I was what you're saying, but can't you make can't you just write out a meal plan and stick to it weekly as long as you alternate stuff on the day like on a monday you can have the same thing every week can't you i mean maybe we save this for the unwritten rules of dieting but i get what you guys are saying yeah like, yeah it's just like, it's a time hy- hypothetically if you were to get the science of your meal planned down to like a, a tight hour and a half two hours of prep on a sunday and you got everything labeled everything in a fridge you should be good for the week. It you saves be. you on all the other dinners you have to make, all the other lunches you have to make. That seems like a good way to save some time. It's funny because it also ties into the unwritten rules of grocery shopping. There's like a lot of things that go into eating healthy, time management. Fuck, you know what? It's actually staggering when you think about eating and sleeping. Sleeping takes up one third of your life. It should, but it seems like it's taking one quarter now. Yeah, okay. So let, we'll, we'll give it a quarter. Eating, shitting, hygiene, all that stuff easily probably take up the other quarter. Mm-hmm. Like oh. all, all the human stuff. Human stuff, yeah. You should be d- probably spending a, uh, a maybe forty percent of your time like just just on yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I like to have a secret calendar. A secret calendar. The secret calendar is. I think this might actually be my biggest unwritten rule. You make a secret calendar because it encompasses all the other things that I do. The excuses for not being able to help people move, mm-hmm. the knowing what's coming down the road so you can tell your friends you can't attend their kid's birthday or you can't make this live event or you have you can't go to this christening or you, hey, I'm sorry, I can't go to the funeral. Somebody else died. Like there's a million ways to do it, but I choose the secret calendar. The secret calendar is a separate Google calendar that only i can see it has all your excuses it's a copy of my actual <laughs> calendar That's genius yes and then i have the duplicate it's like it's doppelganger it has all the little things on it that i can say or do to get out of stuff genius oh, here check my calendar right here yeah it's i'm all full full that genius week. It is. brilliant move it is i think i honestly think if everybody were to Unwritten rule, have a secret calendar. We'd all get out of each other's hair a little more, and everybody would have a little bit more me time. Yeah, that goes into to the rule I said earlier, a lot of time for yourself. Yeah. yeah, I think that's my big unwritten rule is, like, don't overbook yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, to allow yourself to have time for you, don't overbook yourself, because that's my biggest problem, man. I don't say no, like you said, yeah, right? Yep. And I try to do too much. And be there to help so many different people. Yeah, that I end up getting burnt. You know what? It's it's funny because like going to school right after high school, going to college right after high school, and going to school as an adult, your approach to work is a lot different yeah. from, than what it used to be. Before, I'd wait till like the night before to do my work, and it worked. I got you know decent marks. I am now, and this is an unwritten rule. Whenever you get any project, any assignment, anything you need to do, if you have free time, do it. Yep. Do it right away. Get it over with. Because you know how many times I'll, sorry, Matt, to cut you up, yeah. but like I literally, like one class, the teacher gives us an, assi- us an assignment, but I already kind of knew this stuff. I literally did it that same day and I had two weeks to do it. And the other thing to kind of go with that, like an unwritten rule is prioritize the importance of the stuff you mm-hmm. have in the tasks and don't start a task and then halfway through be like, okay, I'm going to leave it for a bit. And I'm going to start on something else that I got to do to then come back to it. If you're going to start it, just finish it. If you can, though. Yeah, granted. Yes. Right? But most things that you're going to start in a day, you usually can finish. 
unless it's a big project or have a really great excuse. <laughs> yeah, guys, really quickly, I just want to know how. Okay, so I, I like to look at things like with things like time management, lifestyle changes, any of that stuff. How do you make it sustainable? Like how how do you make it? Like what is the thing that will lead you to a brighter tomorrow? Uh, is it just like you said, Matt? Is it a lifestyle change? Is it just sticking with it? It's a big. I think it's a lot of lifestyle change and really being able to, uh, you know, be more organized. I think organization really kind of comes down to it. Um, look at uh, calendars. You have to. You start using calendars. You have to start having an agenda, maybe. Like, we laughed in high school. Like, the agenda I used to get in, I'd throw it out. I Yeah, I used to literally like, just throw pieces of paper at it's people. It's so useful to have those things to mark down because you have so much shit on the go. It's funny because one of the person, uh, one of the people that comes on our podcast more frequently, Ashton, uh, didn't time manage maybe well enough or wasn't able to book this time off, but he gave us some rules. And it's funny because he, out of all of us, Seems like the person who's balancing the most. He would be like, if you had to call in an expert on like to do a segment on this, he would be the guy to call. You know what? I, I, we bust his balls nonstop, Ashton. Cause yes, just because it's, it's just, fun. It's just it's, so fun. Yeah. But he's one of the most like organized and mm-hmm. like well-groomed, well-mannered people I know. I'm pretty sure like- you groomed in there. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure in like the third grade, I didn't know Ashton back then, but in the third grade, he was the guy who already had a calendar and like a calendar book. Yeah. yeah. He was the one who introduced the agenda to the teachers. You know, like creative people, like they say Larry David had the black book mm-hmm. and he used to walk around and always put ideas in it. Okay. Rappers always have that, that notebook when they think of rhymes randomly, they're always writing it down. Ashton had the calendar. His black book was a calendar. <laughs> and uh, see, now he's an efficient time manager. And oh, sweet irony. On the day we would discuss time management, which would be his forte. Yeah. I think he, he's, he's better, a little better at another thing, though. What? Being a good father because his, his wife's out of town, so he has to watch his child. So See? Excuses. <laughs> there <laughs> it you go. Works. It works. Excuse. You know what? Maybe, maybe we'll just read out. Because, like I said, Ashton is the one who, out of all of us, is probably the most time efficient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't we read out what he gave everybody as suggestions? Yeah. These are these are Ashton's top four unwritten rules for time management. Coming in at number four, make your goals a list and make them achievable. Mm-hmm. He's a big list guy. He is a big list guy. He loves the list. He talks about his grocery list. Yeah, and how he like meal preps that. His achievement list on PlayStation. Yeah, he lists everything. Yeah. he Honestly, he's missing out on a real opportunity to work for BuzzFeed. I wonder if his like his closet or his drawers where he keeps his clothes. There's like a list in front of it of which shirts ordered I'm, in the drawer. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure his clothes are uh, alphabet. What's it called? They're they're sorted alphabetical. Alphabet, alphabetized. Uh, alphabetized. Uh, his clothes from brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, it goes from J.C. Penney to Walmart, Brooks Brothers, George in the middle to separate. What's the Loblaws brand? Uh, Joe Fresh. That's his Joe favorite. Fresh. He <laughs> loves Joe Fresh. He is. He seems like a fresh kind. Yeah, he has Joe stock in Joe Fresh, actually. None of this is true. No, no, none of it. Well, I mean. Probably dresses better than most of us. No, I dress better. I'm going to slightly rework his number three because it's kind of like his number four. But I'll, I'll just sort of it. rework it to say he wrote, make a plan, write it down, which is kind of like make your goals and list achievements. List uh and make them achievable. Oh, yeah, I guess kind of, well, they go hand in hand, yeah. They go hand in hand, but they're kind of the same thing. So what I'm going to say is he is somebody who reinforces. So you you need to reinforce your schedule in your life. Yeah. If you decide that you're going to do something like make lists and well, write goals, and you need to achieve it. It's funny because you're saying that, but it's his, his first rule is kind of similar. He also, I, it's like that idea of like you write down on a piece of paper, it's like, I'm going to do great things today. You do that? No, God, no. (laughs) Maybe I would do great things if I did, though. His number two is a pretty good one, and we haven't really talked about it. Stay off social media and mobile devices. Eliminate the distraction and white noise. You know what? Now that I see that rule, I'm less offended of his lack of likes on my Instagram. Yeah, he just doesn't get out there. Because, but when he does, you know, you'll just see like out of the blue, like eight days later, you'll see Ashton will like something of yours. But he just doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't spend much time on it at all. And it's a good. Uh, see, I feel like that's a double-edged sword. He's, you know what though? He's so good at it. Look what he does. Even with his posts on social media, he only posts family stuff. 
It's yeah. like it's like he gets his family time in through his minimal social media time. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know, man. It's I couldn't stay off social media. I need to know what's going on around me. Like I'm such a curious person it's, to it's the world. A, it's an addiction though. Cuz I'm telling you, I, there's times like I've made a rule before I go to bed, like I'm allowed to use my phone as long as I want, but once I'm in bed, phone off. Now I have a question. Does Reddit count as social media? 100%. I can explain. That's it's a it's a forum. It's a forum where people come together well, in a it, social setting. It's kind of like news articles though, too. Like as if you're not using I, it for the comments, you're using it. But for, Matt, let's be fair. You read the comments sometimes. The first five, and then I I move on. Hey, I'm gonna say this: social media is the equivalent of junk food to somebody who's on a diet. In terms of like social, okay, social media is to your time management what junk food is to your diet. I want to argue that Reddit's not social media, but I don't know if I can because it's a medium it's forum. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Yeah, and it's yeah. social. Like it's it's like that weird hybrid. Yeah, I'm just saying, junk food should be a treat. Yeah, no, right? it should be. Social media should be a treat too. You shouldn't yes. make it a lifestyle unless it's your job. It also depends on how you use it. Like I don't use Instagram to go and check out what other people are doing with their lives. No, but we're using like it for memes, friends. strictly memes to send each other in the group. Yeah, that and. A lot of sports stuff, like my social, like my Instagram feeds, a lot of sports highlights. Uh, Twitter is all news. Reddit, all news. Right? Like I use it to keep up to date with the world. We need to make a nipple meme for Luca. We should. We got to figure out. We got to get like one of those uh, impromptu photos. I'm not gonna lie to you. You guys are very obsessed with my nipples, and it's kind of worrying me. It could just be like a shot of a nipple, and it yeah. says, "When I'm pointing at you, you in trouble." Exactly. It's one of those. <laughs> Okay, number one on Ashton's list, very much like three and four, block out time in a calendar and stick to it. So Ashton's basically saying, allot yourself time to do stuff and that's it. Yeah, which I mean, it's working for him. Works well. Except today. I mean, you know, he has the whole thing where it's it's a it's not a regular week. It's, you know, he has to stay home with his daughter. And right? to be fair. I mean, there are nannies. That's money. And that means he has to work more fucking guy he's got it down to a yeah science. and to be fair we kind of threw this up randomly we we're like hey how about time management it was like yeah that's a great idea <laughs> i'm pretty sure if we gave ash an ample notice about it like a couple weeks in advance he would he would be here for it that or he just was like you know what that ought to keep him busy for another week <laughs> that'll allow me to get some me time he's probably smashing more platinum trophies on playstation as we speak He's, he's adding to that list. Is that a drug to him? Like, that's his addiction, right? Everyone that's has his a Reddit. vice. Like, yeah. my Reddit, that's Reddit to me is his, his trophies. There's some great subreddits. Have you subscribed to Where Does the Soda Go? I've seen that one oh, for a long time. so funny. It's good, but I don't know. Guys, it is that time in the episode. Give me your unwritten rules. Your golden unwritten rules. The ones that shine the brightest above them all. Luca, lead off. You've been uh, very... Serious about the time management, you know I what? feel. It's kind of with Frank's thing, and it's be selfish. Oh, yeah. Plan things for yourself because, like, don't plan for, I got to help this guy with this. I got to help this guy with this. No, no, no. Your priorities is to be selfish. Take care of yourself. Wow. So for myself right now, school. School's number one. It's true, man. How can you take care of others if you can't take care of yourself first, right? There's so much truth to that. Yeah. No, true. Um, Matt? Same vein. It's weird, but like my golden unwritten rule is, you know, don't overbook yourself. Like leave time for yourself. Yeah. That's that's my golden unwritten rule. Don't overbook yourself. Yeah, that is, uh, that's a solid one. I got one. And this is, I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know how most people get the devil that pops up on one shoulder and the angel that pops up on the other? Yeah. The yin and the yang, baby. I just get devil. I just get angels with dirty wings on both my shoulders. <laughs> okay. So here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to protect myself with this one because I made it sound like on this whole podcast that I don't get enough me time. But I'm going to tell you what me time is when you're in a relationship. It's we time. Okay. Uh, okay. So my me time, I enjoy my me time when I get to spend a little time with my lady. That's it. So, babe, if you're listening, I don't want to have a fight about this. I don't want it to be You're a thing. Such a dick. He's such. You uh, just threw at just, me under the bus. I there, threw all men under the out. bus. He just bitched out right now. 
I am safe. My angels with 30 wings fly. Wait, fly from my wait shoulders. Till, you know what the best is when you're in a relationship long enough where you guys can get together and hang out and you're in the same room doing different things. You just, oh, yeah. just screw. That is the best thing ever. Yeah, you did screw over like every man. You use this opportunity to, to yeah. reconnect. There is no me time. There's only we time. Like the other day, yesterday, for example. Uh, hey, just so, Joey, hold on. First things first. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frank's girlfriend, if she's listening, um, remember, spend as much time as you can with Is Frank. Is she real, by the way? I've never met her. She's, she's wonderful. You'll meet her at the uh, Unwritten Rule uh, Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Frank says he doesn't way. want any me time, so he just yeah. wants the we time. By the way, guys, you'll notice that the we time was not up on the board. You want to know where it was? In my secret fucking calendar. Well, I mean, there's no calendar up there, so you could have right. had your regular calendar. You know where the secret calendar is? It's in my head. And it's stapled and just etched across my black beating heart. It pumps pure motor oil. I have nothing to say to you. Yeah, I had something, and then... I have nothing to say it. to him. He, I don't know what I was going to get at because I got interrupted because you had a very good point to make. And he, I forgot. He um, he threw you under the bus. Yeah, he and, did. And all mankind. I feel like that was a legit mic drop. I'm just saying. I don't know. It changes. But oh, yes. Back to your story. Sorry. Let me get this off. Yesterday, uh, me and Sabrina were hanging out. And due to being so busy, I don't get to see her as much because she's really busy with her job. I got school, work, all this other shit on the go. And so she wanted to hang out and she wanted to watch um, The Greatest Showman, I think it was. Never heard of it. Oh, it's a marvelous movie. I didn't care to watch it. I just, you know when you're in that mood where you just don't want to watch anything? Hugh Jackman in a musical? Again, you know when you're in that mood where you don't want to watch anything, you just want to like do your own thing, but you still want to be there with her and have that comforting of knowing she's near you, but not... Can you your sleep? Attention? Is that counting as time together if you pass out? What you're doing no. right now? I know it's scoring a lot of points. Though I need to be near you, feel close to you. Yeah, See like, what you I, made, Matt? Do no, 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 I love the comforting idea that knowing she's next to me and I can talk to her when I want to, and or she can talk to me. But I don't want to necessarily be doing what you're doing and doing it together. And I wanted to just like play PlayStation or be on my phone and just checking, reading some news articles. She just wasn't having it. And those are my favorite days when, like, we're together, <laughs> but we're not doing something together. Yeah, but that's that's we time is its own. Maybe we'll do an unwritten rules of we time. Okay. Not to be confused with weed time. Or, like, peeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to clarify. I want to take a wee. <laughs> a little wee wee. The unwritten rules of peeing. Oh, that's where wee wee comes from. <laughs> it's a wee wee, like a pee. Yes. A wee pee. A wee wee sounds better. Okay, guys. If you want to keep the conversation going and let me know how devious and diabolical I am and how screwed Matt probably is and how hard, if you have any inquiries about how hard Luca's nipples can get, please keep the conversation going. You can reach Colossus. (laughs) His nipples get like Colossus. He does. He has Colossus nipples. He goes completely steel nippled. It's not a great superhero power, but it's, it's, I guess I'm a, imagine making that superhero of just, just the nipples turn hard. You get hired by a company to cut, to cut like through steel with your diamond nipples. I'm like a jeweler, like, like, like Clark Kent is like, you know, he works at at the Daily Planet or whatever. I'm, I'm I'm a jeweler cutting, cutting diamonds. I can see it. Like Lucas holding up jewels to check their quality and pinching one of his nipples as a comparison point. It's like Mean Girls. She checks her breasts to for the weather forecast yeah like these aren't real blood diamonds throws them back guys to keep the conversation going please reach out to us on twitter at the unwritten rule podcast or on instagram at the unwritten rule podcast you can uh, find the unwritten rule podcast on any of the major social or sorry you can reach us on any of the major podcast apps found on your home pc your macbook your tablet any of the smartphone mobile devices that we just told you not to use as much uh, you can download, like, and subscribe. Please fit that into your schedule. The review is really, really big. We need it. And, you know, you can do other things while you listen to a podcast. It doesn't take you away from things. So Yeah, I mean, listening. like, that's the whole beauty of it is that it's one of those things you can just leave it on in the background. Occasionally hear a little nugget of truth that hits you in, in the place where your blood flows and beats in your chest. That's why I love talk radio and podcasts so much. It allows me to do other things while still maintaining information. So they can have their own wee time of their own. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcast app. Get it. 
it's where you can find all this good gravy. Also, Matt, where's another place they can go find uh, us? Google. If you're like listening and you like it and you want to recommend it to a friend and he's like, oh, I don't know where to get podcasts, just tell him to Google it. Yeah. It's we're on Google. We're searchable. Maybe send a little link. Be a, be a, be a deer. The unwritten yeah. rule. That plus the search button on Google. Boom. Yeah. Done. Why don't we try that frequency thing right now? LTDpotential.com. 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 Am I supposed to say it too? No, you, no. You, just, you have to say like another 2.9% of... Uh, just just entertain them. Just say .com. .com. Perfect. All right, guys. I think with that, we can finally end the show. Remember all you Tommy and Tammy time wasters. <laughs> Rules are made to be broken. <laughs> but you can't break the unwritten ones.